You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's talk Blake Bortles and focus on Jacksonville with a good friend of the program. It's J.P. Shadrick from the Jaguars Radio Network and Jaguars.com. J.P., as always, we appreciate you taking the time. Let's start with Blake Bortles, who I'm sure is happy to have more guaranteed money coming his way. But is it fair to call this a team-friendly contract? I think so. First off, it's good to be back with you guys, and uh, good to talk to you again. It's been a little bit. Um, yeah, it is a team-friendly contract, but I think it's a Blake-friendly contract, too. I mean, just sitting with him the other night as we were waiting uh, at the stadium to see, because we had an idea, you know, midday that this was going on, and we had to go down there and be ready to, to talk to him afterwards. So we got there early, about 1 in the afternoon, and Blake got there about 4 and the contracts are going back and forth. And it was, in principle, agreed to, but it was just some language was getting done. So we're waiting, and he's sitting there with us. We're waiting and talking. And he just wanted to get it done and, and not worry about it and not worry about that fifth-year thing and, hey, let's make a deal. So he told his agent, um, you know, let's let's get this done. I want to be here. Uh, I don't want to have to go worry about it later. I want to go to California tomorrow and start working on throwing football. Uh, coming off the wrist issue that he had, the little cleanup surgery. So um, he was not in it to be a hunt. You know, everybody wants to get a hundred million dollar contract. I get that, yes. But his goal was to sign a second deal with the team that drafted him, and that's exactly what happened. So it works out for him. It works out for the team certainly. Um, but they have a lot more money now to play with to to get some weapons around him. So in, in that sense, yes, it is certainly a team friendly contract because. You can do a lot more things now in the next uh, few weeks if you want to. JP, with, with, with this team being able to perform the way they did uh, this past season, a lot of times it was spite of Blake Bortles. And rightfully so, I think he shined in times and in games that he needed to, especially in the postseason, because you being up 20 to 10, there's no reason uh, for you not to continue or at least make it a better game than it ended up being like, which is a loss, obviously. Uh, but when you see this move being made, do you feel some may feel like there should be a quarterback that has a bigger name, be able to spend more money, and now when it comes to cap issues and problems as you move forward with this young football team where you have a few guys up next year and then after that, uh, you put yourself behind the eight ball to where now you can't keep the nucleus of the team together? Well, I, I think that it, it's, it's an interesting balance, right, Cordell, because they, they do feel like he improved this year, you know. Um, he's not going to be a 70% passer. He's not, he's not Drew Brees. Not many guys are in the league, you know. That's not him. So what they built around him last year was they tried to get that run game going. They have a strong defense that's going to be around for the next couple of years before they really have to start worrying about that. So, uh, and, and they felt like uh, I think the options that are out there in free agency coming up, um, uh, how much of an upgrade really is it? Um, and you're spending a whole lot more money on an upgrade at the quarterback position, a so-called upgrade, and you don't know really what you're getting in free agency. This team, I mean, let's be honest, the last couple of years in free agency, I mean, they've had almost unprecedented free agency classes come through here uh, that have performed above and beyond the contracts that they've signed for. So uh, do they risk that again for a quarterback um, that – you know, there's a reason why that quarterback's not going back to his old team, you know? So, and it's a lot more money thrown out there, 25, 30 million bucks a year. I mean, that's a lot of money for a guy you don't truly know. Um, so they know Blake. They know his flaws. They know what he's good at. So 
they went with it, and and that's that's kind of where they are. I, I don't think there's too much uh, other thought of that. I mean, now that may, like you said, they're set up to uh, to worry about that free agency stuff with the guys on this defense, especially the next couple of years. Uh, they can put some pieces in on offense now this year, uh, draft well again, uh, and then this is the window. You know, the, the window's open now, so. Keep the quarterback here. Keep some consistency, on, on, and at least in that position, and then build around that. I think I think that's as easy as it came down to. I don't, I don't think they really overthought this thing too much, uh, except for that. I, I don't think they wanted to go spend twenty five, thirty million on a guy that eh, is he that much of an upgrade. You just don't know, you know. Chatting with J.P. Shadrick, Jaguars Radio Network, Jaguars.com. You alluded to cap flexibility, so let's connect the dots. The Jaguars now have more room when it comes to the cap based on the signing of Blake Bortles to make other moves. How do you think this directly impact Allen Robinson's contract situation? Yeah, that's a good question. Him and Aaron Colvin, I think, are the next projects here. Um, Aaron Colvin, the cornerback who plays the nickel spot on that defense. Um, for Allen, it's, this is an interesting uh, kind of thing right here. They're talking, of course. They have been talking for a little while to try to figure this thing out because the team wants him around. They drafted him. They like him. Uh, that's one thing that they missed on this offense last year was a true deep threat down the field, a guy that can jump over uh, defenders and, and make plays down the field. They had the young guys play well at times and, and this and that, but you still had two rookies and a first-year player a lot of times on the field at, at wide receiver last year. And that's not ideal uh, <laughs> no matter who your quarterback is. So it, I think it's, uh, number one, yeah, get Allen Robinson back if you can. Uh, the franchise tag's there if they need to, to do that, but I don't think they want to do that. I don't think Allen would, would want to do that, you know. Uh, he wants a deal. And I think they feel like, at least Allen Robinson camp, that when, if he gets out in free agency, I mean, there's not many other wide receivers that are out there in free agency this year. So he's got an opportunity maybe to, to test the market if he can get to free agency and see. Uh, but I think the team wants him. I think they want to get a deal done before it even comes to that. Uh, and I, I think they're in the process of, of trying that right now. And and for Aaron Colvin, too, don't, don't underestimate that one uh, on defense. Those are the two big targets, I think, in the next couple of weeks before the league year opens. But, uh, yeah, A-Rob, boy, when he went down that first drive of the season in Houston, uh, it was so unexpected, so shocking, and, and it kind of changed uh, a, a lot this season. It really did, uh, looking back on it, because they just didn't have that guy that you could throw the ball up to and and trust that he would get a 50-50 ball. Um, and they could have certainly used that in the last month of the season and in the playoffs, too. No, no, no doubt about that. So, um, got to get him back. I don't, I don't know the, you know... Uh, I have a feeling that the talks are going, they're going okay, you know, but you never know until the paper's signed. Uh, so, you know, two months ago, you would have thought, oh, no chance. Yeah, he's definitely coming back. Gonna... But now, you know, the talks are going, you never know until that paper is signed. So, uh, from the team's perspective, they want him back. Uh, does Alan want to be back? I'm sure he probably does. But it's just a, a financial issue, from, from uh, at least right now. The nucleus and the majority of this team will come back next season. Having Blake Bortles probably feeling a little bit more comfortable may allow him to to relax and not feel like he has to press and try to do too, too much to impress. But does this team have enough to make another run to an AFC championship game or even a chance to get to a championship game? 
I think so. Yeah, I mean they got that defense, man. I mean that's <laughs> you got a group like that on the other side, uh, and they can they can do a lot of things to to help an offense out. Uh, if an offense like this offense did last year struggles at times, um, then they can pick up the slack. I mean, just take for example that wild card game against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the defense had that game locked down. Buffalo wasn't doing anything on offense that day. Uh, and neither were the Jaguars on offense. But all you do is that you just need a score. You need a touchdown somehow on offense. Blake wasn't throwing the ball well. The run game wasn't there, which was really a, a, an issue the, the back half of the season. Consistency in the run game. Yeah, they had the numbers and they were first in the league, and I get all that. But it, it just didn't have that feel the last month of the season, especially, and, and especially in that playoff game against the Bills. So. Blake was able to, to run on his own, which was uh, a big reason, I think, early in the season why he got the job. Uh, you know, Remember, he was pulled out in the preseason. So uh, his mobility helped out there. Um, so this is, yeah, they have some pieces. They have parts. And they've got, uh, they've, they've got, they know what it takes now to, to kind of get to that point. And now I will say the schedule this year is a little tougher. Uh, it's a first-place schedule this year coming up. The division's going to be tougher now. Houston with uh, Watson coming back and Watt and all those guys coming back. Uh, Indy's got a new field. We'll see what happens with Luck. You never know there, obviously. And the Tennessee with a new coach, Mariota, they beat up twice last year. Tennessee did. So uh, it's a tough division. It's a first-place schedule with the, uh, the Steelers and the Patriots and the Eagles, and uh, the list goes on and on. But this is a group that should be better, too. You know, I mean, they were good last year. I think they, can, they feel like that they know – what they have to do to get to that point and then get beyond that point now is the next step. And they feel like that uh, they can do that again. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think this is a playoff team for sure. And if you think about where this team was just a season ago, three victories all the way to the AFC title game, a remarkable turnaround talking Jag football with J.P. Shadrick from the Jaguars radio network. J.P., last one for me. So much conversation, understandably so, about Tom Coughlin changing the culture, but how much credit does GM Dave Caldwell deserve for putting this roster together over the years? Oh, I think it's huge. I mean, the only, the only, the, the only thing you could really – um, put on the negative side for Dave was that first draft class, you know, the, the 2013 class. None of those guys are here. I mean, they're all gone. Now, that 2013 draft, the first round, you can go through every team in the league in the first round that year. There's not many guys that um, performed up to first round uh, draft status in, in that in that draft. So, but after that, I mean, the 2014 draft, it's Blake and the three receivers and the you know all that stuff. And the year after that, it's you know the Telvin Smith was that same year also. Um, so the, the drafts from 14 on are all Dave Caldwell. And, and then the free agency, uh, two years ago especially, was Dave Caldwell. I mean, getting those guys in here. Uh, last year, Tom Coughlin was here for the first time. I uh, was only here for a couple of months before free agency opened. But it's Dave Caldwell that's the day-to-day negotiator for free agent stuff and all that. Uh, Tom Coughlin kind of is the helm of the ship, if you will. And runs the show, yes, but Dave is vital to this, and that's um, that's why he's around still, first of all, and that's why when they were doling out extensions the other day, last Friday, when they extended Tom Coughlin two more years and Doug Marone, that's why they extended Dave Caldwell two more years as well. Uh, when when Coughlin came in here, it was a big question: How's this going to work? You know, Dave's been the guy; he's not the guy anymore. 
it's been so far so good. I mean, they've they've worked well together, and and they have a pretty good system going. And, and Dave is a a major piece of that uh, of that organization. There's no doubt about that. But what he's done over the last few years, I uh, yeah, don't underestimate that at all. His ability to put this roster together, and and the the contracts that come with that, and the way they work the contracts and give some upfront money, but they don't kill the cap and and roll some things over. It, it's been it's been very good. And don't, don't forget either, John Itzik's in the building now, mm-hmm. too, now, the last couple of years. And he has a big part in, in those contracts and how they're set up for the long term. And the the financial you know stability of this organization is, is a big part to Itzik, but certainly Dave Caldwell. And certainly a great time to be talking Jaguar football. JP, as always, we appreciate the insights because we control Cordell Stewart's schedule. If you ever need a guest on the Jaguars radio network, just reach out. Cordell's ready to talk Jaguar football. I know he always is, and uh, I will certainly take you up on that. I appreciate you having me on, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.